And welcome to another episode of The Castle Collective. I'm Sean Rapier, and I put together The Castle Collective for all my friends who are big Disneyland fans like me. And we've got one of the biggest Disneyland fans with me tonight, a member of The Collective. He is also one of the two hosts of the Word on the Main Street podcast. Sean Lords, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, A.K.A. Sean Solo. Oh, yeah. Especially tonight, since Brian's not with you, uh, so you and Brian, <laughs> yeah, so you're you're definitely Sean Solo tonight. So uh, you and you and Brian uh, have been running. How long have you been doing Word on the Main Street now? Uh, we just did our 185th episode, I think. It's awesome. Yeah. It's such a great show, and uh, I will just say so that we can uh, not have to take up too much time expressing my thoughts on Disneyland still being closed and what's (laughs) happening with the California government. I'm just going to say, go listen to this week's episode. I 100% echo every word Sean and Brian said this week. We are all completely aligned on that whole nonsense. So I thought you guys covered it well. Thank you. Well, I uh, keep having photo memories pop up on my laptop uh, for the past three or four weeks of four years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, three years ago, whatever, that I was at Disneyland. And I realized I am not a fan of Halloween. I know you're a big Halloween guy. I'm not. I'm a huge Halloween guy. Love it. See, and I think that's awesome, but I cannot stand Halloween with one exception. (laughs) I love the Disneyland Resort at Halloween, and I've been to the Halloween party pretty much every year, about as long as I can remember. And you've done the Halloween party as well. Yeah, I've done it. I've done it a few times, probably not as many as you, but I have gone, I'd say at least five times. Yeah. And you get, but you get extra cool points because... I'm all about comfort at Disneyland, so I don't ever wear a costume. But <laughs> you went as MC Bat Commander from the Aquabats, which I is sure fun. did. Yeah. And I had matching ears. So Yeah. You had Aquabat ears? Oh, they were haunted mansion ears, but in the color of the Aquabats. Ah, yeah. So cool. So I went last year too, which last year was uh the first time they did it at DCA. Well, not the first time. They had done it at DCA a couple times. Then for many years, it was at Disneyland Park. But uh, this year, guess who's going to uh, the Halloween party at Disneyland? Nobody. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. Maybe Maybe some custodial staff are having their own little party there, but that's about it. Some security. So we thought it would really be fun tonight. Uh, since nobody's going to get to enjoy Disneyland and the spooky, all the wonderful spooky things that Disneyland has to offer, we thought it would be really fun to go through year-round spooky things at Disneyland. So when they do reopen, whether it's uh, in December or in February or (laughs) April or next June, or maybe it's next year for the Halloween party, Whenever they do open, these are some things that you can go if you want spooky at the Disneyland Resort. And Sean and I each made a list of 10. Now, it's important to know they are not a top 10. There's no order to them whatsoever. We just each thought of 10 things that if you want to get your spook on, you can uh, go go check this stuff out. And a couple things that surprised me. Well, first of all, we should tell everybody the rules. The rule is it has to be something that's there year-round cannot be something that's seasonal and toward the end we'll talk about some of the seasonal stuff maybe 
But these are things that you can always, always see. And they're not necessarily scary. Some are spooky and just a little creepy, and some are scary. So I'll be interested. We haven't shared our lists with each other. Nope. <laughs> was, it, was it hard for you to come up with a list of 10, Sean? Uh, I was trying to find a balance between listing something that's thrilling and something that's scary or creepy. Uh, so I kind of had to weed out some of the thoughts in my head of things that are just thrilling gotcha. uh, versus things that are scary. And see, I think I, I think that the word in my head that got stuck in my head when we did this was spooky. So mm-hmm. most of my stuff is, is kind of just a little creepy or a little spooky. So sure. I think what we're going to do is we'll jump into our lists. And again, we'll, we'll say one, two, three, or whatever. That's how I have them organized, just to remember. Uh, but they're not in any order. But there is one that we're going to get out of the way at the beginning. Because yeah. I assume <laughs> that the Haunted Mansion is on your list. Uh, yeah, it was the first thing I put, believe actually, it or not. <laughs> it's actually the first thing I put, too, because, <laughs> I mean, it's a haunted house for crying out right. loud. So our listeners should know you are the biggest Haunted Mansion fan I've ever met. It's uh, probably true. Probably true. We're recording on Zoom right now, and your wallpaper is the Haunted <laughs> Mansion. It looks as if you are sitting in a doom buggy, hanging out in the Haunted Mansion. What oh, is yeah. it you love so much about the Haunted Mansion? I I just I just love how it's uh it's to me I consider it beautiful chaos. Mm, uh, I just love the that way place. we'll talk about it more I'm sure on an episode dedicated to the haunted mansion but there was just a lot of uh controversy and and fighting bickering about what the haunted mansion should be um and what they came up with would yeah. be what I describe as beautiful chaos. Yeah, and, and if you want to know all about Sean's love of it, it's Brian's favorite attraction as well. Uh, but you, if you go back to our episode where we talked about dark rides, this was Sean's number one. This was Brian's number one. It was my number two, I believe. Um, you know, I just happen to love Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah, the Haunted Mansion is awesome. What are some of the things that make the Haunted Mansion so spooky? Uh, for me, there's there's a couple particular things that I find particularly creepy uh, in the Haunted Mansion, um, for, for me anyway. Uh, so one of it, uh, one of those is uh, there's a door in the corridor of doors, um, and it sounds like some maniacal whatever hacking away at the door and laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you get stuck by that door, it's <laughs> it's pretty unsettling. Yeah. Uh, so just, I think the whole feel of the first half of the ride just mm. gives off a creepy, unsettling vibe. Love um, it. And then, of course, at the end of the attraction, when you're exiting, um, they have a laugh that's kind of like a deep... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you're not expecting it, it can just pop out at you. Um, and just really give you a jump. Um, awesome. But I just, I don't know, the whole feel, the flickering candle lights and the disembodied voice, I think just gives it a very creepy, creepy feel. Love it. Yeah, I. one of the things I love so much about it is it, it feels to me like they did it right. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is it feels like they built a house, then haunted it. Yes. It doesn't feel like... 
it's an attraction. You feel like you're in a real house, mm-hmm. a real old Victorian house, something, you know, the 1950s and 1960s, there were a lot of those haunted house movies. Oh, yeah. And it's like that. You feel like you're in this big plantation style house, even from the outside, just looking up at it. And I love, love, love that Walt said, you know, there are some of the early drawings were a decrepit, mm-hmm. you know, old house, whatever. And that Walt himself said, nope, not what we're doing. It's going to yeah. look amazing from the outside. It's when you get on the inside that it's, it's really scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll and take she- care of the outside. The ghosts will take care of the inside. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I think right. is that's his exactly quote. It. Yeah. That was his quote. Yeah. The, uh, to me, the spookiest part is actually as you are leaving, you're on the conveyor belt going up, and there's the little tiny statue of the bride. And she says, hurry back, hurry back. (laughs) That gives me chills every time. I also think there's an interesting duality to it. Um, In, you know, you talked about, uh, touched on it a little bit that, you know, there was one designer who really wanted to be kind of goofy and silly and funny and another designer who wanted it to be flat out scary. And there's both. There are things that, It's a good compromise, I think. Yeah, you'll look over one minute and there's something really silly going on. uh, And then, you you know, the next minute there's something legitimately scary. Right. And I Uh, feel like it kind of transitions. I feel like the beginning is more the scary. And then I feel like it transitions into fun and funny. Yeah. uh, As you enter the graveyard and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you ever heard the theory and do you ascribe to the theory that as you're riding through, you're a person. And then when you get to the graveyard outside <laughs> that you are going out the window of the house and then heard you, you become a ghost <laughs> and that's why the caretaker's scared of you and why all the ghosts can see you and you're just part of the party. What do you think I don't, of that? I don't think that was their intention, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun little, uh, Fun little theory to think that you're falling out of the window to your death uh, and becoming a ghost yourself. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. <laughs> I I don't think much about it when I'm there, but uh, I love every moment of it. It's one of the few attractions I love every moment. I wouldn't change a single mm-hmm. thing about it, and uh, it's just awesome. So, all right. So that's the obvious one. You know, if we were to tell our ask our audience, what would you do if you wanted to see something spooky at Disneyland? One hundred percent of them are going to say, uh, yeah, go to the Haunted Mansion. So that's number one. But now I'm interested to hear. I'll be interested to see how many of ours (laughs) match up. I'm going to check them off as we go along here. What else do you have? What Name another one. So I'll just just go down the list to my next one. Uh, Yeah. So many might not know this but my one of my favorite animated movies is princess and the frog mm. and the reason why is because the villain is one of my favorite villains uh he dabbles in voodoo and has friends from the other side uh which of course is a little spooky uh and if you're on main street usa uh there's something called an enchanted window mm. and they have a princess and the frog one uh, and one of the, I think it's the first scene of the window has them in the swamp, the frogs and Dr. Facilier pokes out with his talisman uh, and it's glowing red. And you've got the friends of the, uh, friends from the other side kind of peeking in mm-hmm. and it just gives you a, a little creepy vibe. 
just from a window, but uh, it's a nice little slice of, of evil, <laughs> I guess. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Facilier is one of the more evil. I mean, like evil, like you just looking at him. He's... Borderline satanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really is right. I mean, that's not too far right. off from, from the truth. So so the window, the window on Main Street, and it's just one of the windows. Just one that, of the enchanted one windows. Of the, yeah. One of the enchanted windows. And I, the enchanted windows blow me away, but I know the one you're talking about mm-hmm. quite specific, very specifically. And it is amazing because it looks like such a serene scene. Oh, yeah. But when Dr. Facilia comes <laughs> out, yeah, you almost want to yell, look out or be careful or something. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, that's a great one. Um I'm going to do my next one in the same vein because we can continue to talk about Dr. Facilier. And I don't know if this, I didn't have that window on there, sure. um, but this is, this might sound generic. So maybe it's cheating, but I put, <laughs> uh, I put uh, character meet and greet villains. Yeah. Do you have I'd that on so. your list? I don't. Oh, good. Okay. So good job. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, so I tried to think of some of the people you can meet. There are certainly during Halloween, they have some more of the villains come mm-hmm. out and there are a lot of villains you get to meet during Halloween, especially at the Halloween party. But, uh, but just walking around the park, I've seen, you know, the evil queen, uh, the evil stepmother, Kylo Ren, Darth Vader, and of course, Dr. Facilier. Uh, oh, yeah. And Dr. Facilier is the best at Disneyland. Meeting him, you are meeting the cartoon. I've never oh, yeah. met a person so close. I would say him and the Mad Hatter are the two oh, that yeah. are the closest that resemble there. What are some other villains that you know just walk around on a regular basis? I couldn't on think a regular of any basis. I mean, I see Cruella Deville a lot. Cruella um, Deville is out a lot. Good one. The Evil Queen. Yep, seems to be walking around quite a bit, and she's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, when she's, you do get to she's funny, and Cruella Deville is hilarious. Yes. Like Cruella Deville goes all in. It seems like all these guys do, right? I mean, so I'll I'll tell you some a a funny experience. We went, uh, we did the meet and greet with Darth Vader, and uh, you know, I was born in '72. Star Wars comes out when I'm five years old, and I go see it in theaters. To me, Darth Vader was the single scariest thing that was ever (laughs) on a screen. Like, I was terrified of Darth Vader. So, you know, I'm still going to carry a little bit of that with me. <laughs> right. We did a character meet and greet. We met Chewbacca and I just hugged him like crazy. I was so excited. <laughs> then we went next door and we did pictures with Darth Vader. And I was wearing uh, a shirt that said something like support your rebels or something like that. Oh no! <laughs> and he saw it and just was zeroed in on it. And in the voice said, please explain your shirt. And I got so (laughs) nervous. So then finally we took a quick picture and he said, you better be gone or something like that. And I, I got scared. I mean, legitimately I was scared. So I started to rush out and right as I was running out of the room, I glanced over my shoulder and he was walking like really fast (laughs) behind me. I ran across to the other side of, uh, of the, the launch bay terrified so you're lucky you didn't get a chokehold going i know right (laughs) (laughs) then i met kylo ren and he was actually kind of funny kylo ren (laughs) weird made made some jokes but uh but yeah meeting meet i think character meet and greet is a great way if you want some spookiness and and they are all so much fun but you do 
especially I'd say Dr. Facilier more than any. Oh yeah. Uh, he just and he hangs that. around the the nooks and crannies of New Orleans Square, which is kind of cool. Yeah, we met him on the bridge once and it was like we were standing there and suddenly he was just there to where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Comes out of the shadows. So <laughs> character meet and greet is another one of mine. All right, what else do you have, Sean? Uh, another one I had was it's an attraction, but uh you have to ride it at a certain time. So I've got mm. the Jungle Cruise at night. All right. Uh, you and me both. <laughs> so for me, just riding that in the total darkness, all they give you for visibility is the light from the boat that they shine wherever they want to. And so it's just a, a little unsettling to me being in the dark in the jungle with the jungle noises going on and, and the, the natives, I guess, poking out out behind the the plants and everything it's just a little little unsettling i would say so i have it on my list too so that was one that i came up with and same thing mine literally says jungle cruise at night <laughs> during the daytime there's nothing creepy about the jungle cruise even though there's nope. a headhunter and there's all kinds of things you know but at night for sure there's something oh, yeah. creepy about it uh, especially i like sometimes when i ride it at night I kind of like to look where the light isn't oh, yeah. and let my eyes adjust. And you see all the shadows in all of the plants and the trees. And can you imagine just doing a totally dark version of that? I mean, that right. would be really fun. <laughs> like that would be, that would be particularly spooky. Yeah. I think the shadows and just where it goes, there's also something it's funny because sometimes it feels spooky to me. Other times it feels kind of serene and mm-hmm. kind of peaceful but it definitely has a spooky factor. And uh, if you get the right guide, it makes oh, it yeah. even more so. So, Well, it just uh, makes it feel so much bigger at night because right. you can't really see through anything. Um, and it just feels more like you're in a jungle. In, in yeah, it doesn't opinion. feel like you're in an attraction because you can't see the details. I mean, yeah. let's face it. There has to be a little bit of uh, suspension of uh, disbelief when you're riding it during the day. Because you're riding during the day, you see the cracks, or you see something hand painted, right. or whatever. When you're riding it at night, you're really only seeing kind of what they want you to see, and yeah, it definitely can get a little spooky and a whole lot of fun. Oh yeah, so good one. <laughs> yeah, all right. So we both had Jungle Cruise at night. Uh, I'll take the next one. Um, my next one is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Nice. When you are going through, first of all, there's something about Mr. Toad that's a little unsettling to me. He is crazy. He's crazy, <laughs> right? And so you're going through this like madhouse. I mean, it's a madhouse that you're going through. And it's all right. these stops and turns and crazy whatever. And then you go to hell. Yep. <laughs> you quite literally go to hell. Do you, do you have this on your list? I don't. Yeah, so you end up in hell. It's one of my favorite rides. But you think about how creepy and how weird that is, that in this children's <laughs> ride, you're zipping all over town, almost crashing into all these things, and then literally you're suddenly in hell. There are little demons yep. there. It's hot. There's steam. <laughs> you know, they heat it up, and there's steam, and then suddenly you're out again. I don't know. There's something very haunted house about it to me. Right. And that's not even – I don't – recall that it's anything in the movie so it's just like <laughs> they just threw that in there um, all of a sudden 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so riding Mr. Toad's wild ride and going to hell is on my list. All right. What's, what's next on your list? So I have, it's a certain part of Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Um, a, so it used to be more, uh, they had Davy Jones and whatnot talking in this area, but they put it back recently uh, to what it used to be. And it's just the dark caverns. Yeah. Uh, and you have the ghostly voices telling their stories. Mm-hmm. Of course, they get interrupted. With dead men tell no tales. Dead men tell no tales. Oh yeah, yep. and that's just very unsettling to me, and I love it. Are you talking <laughs> about the the kind of when when you go by the the where the crab is, and where the the shipwrecked ship is? Is are you talking so about I, that point? That shipwreck is a little creepy, uh, but it's it's where the waterfall used to be with the, oh, Davy yeah. Jones. Projection. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad Davy Jones is gone from Me that. Too. Me so too. it's right right before the drop, right there. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, and it's kind of quiet. Yeah. So interestingly, I didn't have that, but I will check off one and share it. Mine was the end of Pirates uh, when you go by the jail. Oh, yeah. There's something there's something unsettling about that that you're leaving these guys locked up and they're trying I know it's humorous <laughs> that they're trying to get the key from a dog but these are people who are locked up you know right. and they're not going to get out I would say I mean realistically we you chose a good part I think I chose a good part but pretty much all of pirates is unsettling you got skeletons yeah, there's there's quite an element of unsettle unsettlement <laughs> And even when you first get in it, you know, when, when you first start and you're going by the blue bayou and there's that kind of old guy sitting there plucking on his banjo, I don't think that's a guy you'd want to go up and sit on his porch, (laughs) you know, I mean, I've seen the movie Deliverance, you definitely wouldn't, but of course, then then you kind of go through that, that the dark and you're just in dark and your senses are gone. But I mean, you think about it, skeletons, and there's the guy, there's the new effect of the guy in the cage, right. where he's, one half of him is him, and then the next half of him is a skeleton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can be it's pretty so cool. scary. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, uh, talking about the beginning of the ride, uh, when you have the, the skull talking to talking you. Talking to you, or, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's quiet, and it's just basically his voice, and uh Yeah. What about Warning. the fact that what about the fact that you know you're riding past an actual human skull? There is one human <laughs> skull in Pirates of the Caribbean. That's that's the uh that's the uh thought there is the one on the bed is uh an actual human skull from Yeah, did we ever has that ever really been confirmed? In my I'm mind not it 100% is. 100% sure yet. Uh, yeah. I've heard I've heard people say it's real, I've heard people say it's not. Mm. Well, I like to believe it's real, but all of it, you know, just all these different things that you see, uh, you know, it's, yeah, there's definitely a lot. Okay. So we agree that, that, that definitely uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. Uh, And I agreed with you. So what's your next one? Uh, So I actually had Phantasmic on there. Uh, (laughs) That is my number five that I came up with. Phantasmic as well. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Tell us why you put Phantasmic on. Well, a lot of the villains basically come together to uh, to try and destroy Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yes, right? It's a very good versus evil thing going on. Um, and it kind of feels like the evil's going to win there for a second. 
and it's a little yeah. unsettling. And then, of course, the pirate ship is a little scary uh, now that it's Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Skeleton pirates and everything, but yeah. mainly, mainly the villains uh, getting all together. And, and they have the psychedelic part of it, where you've got right. black lights, and the the gorillas are coming, or the monkeys coming through from the Jungle Book, and yeah, there's a lot of kind of trippy. Scary stuff, <laughs> but you know, it could almost be just a Halloween attraction in and of itself, mm-hmm. you know, as especially with the backdrop of the spray. I think it's, I think it's mostly led by um, what's her name from the Little Mermaid, uh, Ursula. Ursula, you know, she's she's there, and then all of a sudden it's Corella Deville, and it's it's all these villains, mm-hmm. but then I'm um, the massive dragon comes up oh yeah you know and you have a you have a dragon against a mouse for crying out loud (laughs) but i think everything about phantasmic i totally agree the more i thought back to it if that were only a halloween show you'd believe it you know slightly different music that is a halloween show oh yeah so yeah ursula captain hook i mean yeah even They're though they do powerhouses, have, they do have the nice parts where you know the princesses and princes come through right. on their boats, but it all gets ruined, and yeah. then good triumphs over over evil. Yeah, I love it. I think Fantasmic definitely has a place if you want to get a little bit creepy. Part of it to me too is if you sit in the right place, every time something creepy happens, you get the mist spraying on yeah. you. <laughs> it can be rather cold. <laughs> uh, but is a lot of fun. So, oh yeah, good choices, man. Yeah, I'm with you on Fantasmic. Thank you. All right, the next one I have, I'm going to get specific, even though the whole thing should count. And I'm going to be very specific, though. The line for Snow White. <laughs> that was my next one. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, it was. It was more of uh, the attraction. Yeah. So we can talk about the whole attraction. I just wanted to point out that line is really terrifying if you're a little kid. It is. <laughs> so a, a quick history on on Snow White. It used to just be called Snow White's Adventures mm. before that was changed to Snow White's Scary Adventures. And they changed it because parents kept running out of it with their children <laughs> screaming at cast members, what is wrong with you? My child <laughs> just wet his pants and <laughs> freaking out because it was so it used to be far scarier. You know, and, and, and you used to be, so, so Snow White was not in the attraction before. It used to be that you were Snow White. So yeah. you were supposed to be Snow White going through these adventures. But, I mean, it's a classic dark ride. But I chose the line because when you're in line, you look down into this, how would you describe it, dungeon of a castle? Oh, yeah. Are you talking where everybody throws, like, the pennies? Yes, and there's like a skull. There's a skull and a candle <laughs> and a weird library thing. Like that—that that is a horrible place, right? Yeah, it's it's very creepy. Even as an adult, I think it's a little creepy. Yeah, that could be in any haunted attraction. So, to me, what really sets the tone for how scary Snow White's adventure is is you stand outside and you wait and you look up until the evil queen appears. <laughs> so you get to see the evil queen. But then, you know, you go through this line and it's just you're creeped out before you even get on it. Uh, tell us why why the ride itself ended up making your list. Uh, specifically, it's more the the forest. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the faces in the trees and it's black lit. Mm-hmm. Even the music in that portion is very unsettling there. Yeah. 
it can be for sure. Yeah, I think the whole ride is unsettling, you know. And then it's got that weird ending. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most abrupt. That and Little Mermaid have the two most abrupt. <laughs> right. Just all of a sudden, it's just kind of over. Um, <laughs> no, I really, I, I find the whole thing unsettling. And when 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 the uh, when the witch turns and offers oh, yeah. an apple, how scary is that? <laughs> right. It you know, looks like the apple's like reaching out at you. Yeah, it's right there in your face. I I think it's 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 to me Snow White and Pinocchio are two of the most underrated attractions mm-hmm. uh in the parks. I mean there's rarely if you compare the line for those two with Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland and even Mr. Toad. Right. It kind of feels like uh Alice in like Peter Pan is uh, definitely like the number one ride, but Alice in Wonderland always has a long line. Then you kind of step down to Mr. Toad. Then you step way down. There are times where <laughs> Peter Pan will have a one hour line and, and Snow White is five minutes. It's right. a tremendous attraction. It's awesome. And I'm curious uh, what the refurb is going to bring to it because they were redoing some of the stuff. So yeah. Will it be scarier? Who knows? That's a good question. Well, I love <laughs> that we both had had Snow White on our list. I think that's awesome. Uh, okay, well, yeah, so I kind of agreed with you. Uh, why don't I go next? Sure. Uh, because uh, we're finally going to leave Disneyland Park for me. And that <laughs> is, I mean, it's if you're looking for something spooky, it doesn't get spookier than Monsters. I've got Monsters, in, Monsters Inc., Mike and Sully <laughs> to the rescue. How about you? Did that make your list? It's not on there at all, no. Yeah, I, I put that on my list. And what's funny is I kind of thought that you might, because I think you're a bigger Monsters, Inc. fan than I am. I love it. I do love it. I know you love it. Uh, But I put it on there because as much as it's funny, it's still a monster ride, you know? And there's nothing scary in it. I want to be clear. There is not one darn thing that's (laughs) going to scare you. But as far as spooky, you're going into that world. And man. monsters. (laughs) Do you go into their world, you know? You guys talked about it. Last week on your show, right? Yep. Talked about the can of blort. The can of blort, whether it's warm or cold, which is great. But I put it on there because if you're what you're what you're wanting is that little bit of spooky. How can you not call uh, you know monsters spooky? Of course they're spooky. So Monsters Inc. is my next one on my list. What else have you got? So for uh, number seven, I had the Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough. That was my number eight. Um, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the first half, obviously, when you go up the stairs, it's not scary. Uh, sure. But when you walk down the first set of downstairs, uh, you're basically with Maleficent now. Um, and yep. the music gets unsettling. It's darker. There's green light. Uh, she turns into a dragon and breathes fire. Uh, there's floating spinning wheels everywhere. And and then near the end of the walkthrough, uh, after she's been defeated, uh, there's a green light and it's got her shadow that kind of comes out. And lightning. Yeah. It could probably scare a couple of kids, I would think. I, I think it is psychologically one of the scariest things at Disneyland. You're walking through this dark old castle. Mm-hmm. And you know the story, so you know right. Maleficent's just <laughs> horrible. But yeah, and it was it was great before when it was just cut out some black lights. 
the new effects they put in there so good. are next level. And what's funny to me is how many people don't know about it, don't even know that it's an attraction. Or they don't care about it, which yeah, is weird they to just, me. Well, and, and at one point, you know, going back many, many years, uh, I being an old man, at one point it was just still dioramas. You'd right. walk through it and you'd be through in two minutes, and it was all still figurines. Then they added some of the moving stuff, like at the one window where the little demon would pop up every <laughs> little gargoyle guy would pop up every five minutes or whatever. But uh, but now with the new effects, it's funny. I, I went uh, with a friend of mine who is an annual pass holder. He has uh, four kids. They go all the time. And we were there one night and it was packed. And we were walking back out to, to, to head home. And I said, oh, let's walk through the castle. He goes, through the castle? You mean like through the middle? <laughs> And I went, no, like through the castle, you know, through the the stuff with Aurora. And he goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> he had been probably 50 times, had never, ever gone through it. That's crazy. But it's a lot of the blacklight. You know, you add a blacklight to almost anything and it becomes instantly right. creepy, right? So, yeah, I had that on my list too. And I I think it's it's a great attraction. I think it's well worth going through no matter what. So, Excellent. All right, we've gotten through most of my list. What what do you still have left? I still have eight, nine, and ten. Okay, throw us <laughs> through. I've, I, all I've got left because we agreed on so many is is all I got left is number ten. So, give us your eight. So eight, I have the queue for Splash Mountain and for Space Mountain. Oh, um, I was like the queue for Splash Mountain. <laughs> it's not very that's, scary. That's not uh, scary. Okay, the queue for Space Mountain. Space Good Mountain. one. I did not even think about Space Mountain. Okay, oh, go yeah. ahead. So the reason I say the queue is because uh, you're about to go into space, for one. Uh, for two, there's not really music that plays in the queue. Yeah. It's more like spacey sounds. Right. Um, and there's just something about space, I think, for a lot of people uh, that is a little unsettling because it's mm-hmm. quiet. Um, it's dark. But just those old space noises uh, being yeah. played in the queue uh, before you're about to get on a space themed roller coaster uh, just kind of drives that mood. I think I totally agree. And Sean, I didn't even think of that, but that is brilliant because you think about it. It's so sterile too. It's yeah. kind of a sterile. You have nothing to look at. There's nothing to, it's one of the things I love about that line is that there is nothing to look at. You start getting it into your head that I am going into space. And then if you've seen movies like Aliens, uh, like Close Encounters, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got all that space lore of what is out there. Right. Yeah, that's a great one. I wouldn't have thought of that. (laughs) Plus, plus when you get on like the space station of the queue, you're kind of in like a small, tight area. And it's just, like you said, sterile. Uh, yeah there's a couple windows that show you some stars but sure (laughs) and and you know you're about to go on a thrill ride too you know you're about to go yeah you could really psych yourself off man i love that sean that's a good one all right what's your nine (laughs) so number nine i had in over across uh, to california adventure Mm. i had the ursula portion of little mermaid where you're Mm -hmm. we have flotsam and jetsam talking yes. to you as you're entering uh, her little 
cavern or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, and then of course her, her singing with the, the little, uh, crystal ball or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that's just, it's very villainous and evil and I love it. Right. And, and Flotsam and Jetsam hanging down. They're evil, right. you know, and she's evil and you're about to, she's about to, you're like kind of making a contract with the devil there. <laughs> yeah. So that's borderline a, satanic. That's, <laughs> that's gotta be Disneyland's new theme. <laughs> Come to Disneyland. It's borderline <laughs> satanic. We don't cross the line. Just borderline. So, oh, these are good ones, Sean. Very good. Thank well, you, uh, I'll give you my number 10 uh, and then you can give us your number sure. 10. Uh, my number 10 is the cave in Tom Sawyer Island. So it's the uh, mm. Tom Sawyer Island. Now it's Pirate's Lair. They've yep. actually put in a whole bunch of animatronics and sound effects and stuff. But it to me, it's almost... Have, have you been through it since it changed to Pirate's mm. Lair? Nope. It's phenomenal. It's really cool. So I'll tell you, when I was a kid, we read... Uh, you know, Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. Yeah. And I was so scared of Injun Joe because they were so scared of Injun Joe. And so you can imagine when I'm a little kid here, I've got this in my head and everywhere you go, you know, if you go on a Pinocchio ride, you know, it's going to have, you know, whatever you you go on Snow White, it's going to have the evil queen. You go on all these things have the bad guy there, right? So we go out to Tom Sawyer Island and I'm walking around it. My parents went and sat down somewhere <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm in this cave and there's a sign that says, beware of Injun Joe or Injun <laughs> Joe's cave or something like that. I was sure they had someone dressed as Injun Joe and I was by myself in this cave. Sean, I was so terrified. I ran out. I found my parents. I was like, let's go. We're getting on. <laughs> I, I was sure that Injun Joe was looking for me. So that that has stayed with me, so I always mm. feel, think that. And they had the cave that was the it had the endless pit or whatever that you could look down into, and supposedly was a, a bottomless pit. Uh-huh. Now they've taken that cave, and they've because it's pirates' lair. They've got a they've got a couple of pirates. It's almost like being able to walk around in a scene from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's cool. It's really cool. They have a they have a bar of gold that sits kind of behind uh, behind some jail cell bars. If you reach out and touch it, uh, you can't pull it. But if you try pulling it, a pirate laughs and says, not this time <laughs> or, you know, nice try or whatever. And but, but it's really creepy. You're down in there and they've got all kinds of pirate voices around you. Really? They sound disembodied. There's the sound of wind. Uh, yeah, Tom Sawyer Island to me is one of those gems. I, unfortunately I go so often at night Mm -hmm. that I, you know, it's already closed, but when we go for the day, we try to make a point of getting over there because there's a lot to see. It's really a lot of fun. It gets some energy out with kids, but that part of it, well worth it. And it is spooky as all get out. So my, my number 10 was Tom Sawyer Island and the pirates lair cave. What's your number 10, Sean? (laughs) You're going to laugh. Um, <laughs> and I actually have two bonus ones after this. Actually, I have uh, three bonuses. <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't get it to 10 either. I, I call them honorable mentions. So number 10, uh, this actually made my main list. 
So it's over in California Adventure mm. on an attraction I call Soren. <laughs> wow, really? Okay. <laughs> so there's a part. So you're all seated and buckled and ready to go, and the lights come down. Mm. And it plays yeah. this really ominous low mm. tone before mm. you take off. Yeah. And, and uh, that's personally, that's always just been very unsettling to me. Yeah. Even as an, as an adult. Um, if you go listen, I know soundsofdisneyland.com. If you go listen to the soundtrack or the, the ride through, I think the first 10 seconds is just that sound. Um, and it's you'll know a, what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. And you're right, because it goes all dark. And then there's this noise that to me, it's always represented like a plane taking off or starting up or something. Mm -hmm. It's this weird low hum. Yeah. And then you go up and then the, the music starts and everything. It's so funny because when you mentioned (laughs) Thorin, my first thought was, what is he going to say in Soren? But you're right. That's a really good one. I thought hard on that one. (laughs) No, Sean, that's a great one. It is a little bit unsettling because you're sitting there in the total dark and there's something something about sitting in the darkness by yourself strapped in you can't get up and then there's this big ominous noise especially the first time you ride it yeah when you don't know what's (laughs) next so and i don't i don't know if they do that on the new one because i've only ridden the new soren once Mm. and then when we went uh for star wars right had the old one right uh so no they do it for the new uh, one still do they yeah, you still get that that same sound. That's a good one, Sean. Man, that's really, really cool. All right. Well, let's jump to our honorable mentions for, for year-round. Then we'll talk quickly about Halloween. We'll get out of here. What what are your honorable mentions? I have three of them. So the first one for me, uh, hanging around the Matterhorn at night. Uh, you, mm. can, you can hear it during the day, but for some reason at night, hearing the Yeti uh, good one. roaring yeah. is, is a little unsettling. Uh, if I remember right, you can hear the wind kind of going through the hole. I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just that, that noise, that atmosphere. Yeah. And it is scary knowing the Yeti is up there. Oh yeah. Just knowing he's there. Yeah. Uh, my, one, my first honorable mention, <laughs> it's really just becomes a list of 13, <laughs> or 12, I guess. Uh, my, my, my first honorable mention is the sorcerer's workshop in California adventure. Oh, you know, yeah. you, you go into the sorcerer's workshop. It's not as much as it used to be, no. and it when it used to be all the way open, and it was, uh, you know, uh, the beasts. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd go in and you could record your voice and you could do all these things. Uh, but still, you're going inside, and when you open up the book to see what character you are, then all of a sudden it gets really dark, and the the picture of the prince turns into the beast. Right. You hear the beast roaring. That's a spooky little room. That whole room is actually, to me, a little bit reminiscent of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, it does so, get dark, and then there's the claw marks on the painting, which is kind of cool. Right, yeah. It's, it's, to me, that's a little bit spooky, a little bit dark. So that's, that's my first uh, honorable mention. What's your second one? So the second one I had, and I always say that this is creepy, uh, but on Splash Mountain... When you're, uh, I guess, the pre-scene before, well, the scene right before you go up the hill, mm. uh, it's all black lit. There's just some unsettling yeah. music. Um, and then the hill itself with the vultures uh, talking to you. It's just very uh, intimidating. 
That is also on my honorable mention, and it was actually on my list. Oh, really? Um, and I, it ended up dropping off. <laughs> but uh, there is something to me, and we talked about it in the Splash Mountain episode we mm-hmm. did with uh, with Heather Walwork. Um, there is something to me so unsettling about the mom. The mom, and she's singing, and her ears are straight down, and her mouth is turned down, and she's looking up about, don't go (laughs) near the laughing place. And and everything's spinning out of control, and some things are laughing, and some things are not. So I had that that specific scene on here also. Mm -hmm. It kind of builds to this weird maniacal thing, you know? So. I oh, yeah. I also had that. Yeah. Um my other honorable mention generally as an attraction is Pinocchio. Uh, yeah. you know, Pinocchio, <laughs> you got kids in cages. <laughs> you know, you got the big guy with the cigar, you've got a rundown amusement park like there is so much in Pinocchio, you know, all of a sudden he turns around, he's Donkey Boy. There's a lot <laughs> that's really unsettling in Pinocchio, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, there are people who are actually scared of that ride who don't like going on it because it's well, you do get trapped in a in a cage. Yeah, they <laughs> drop the terrifying. cage on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you have any others that you decided not to write down? I had I had two others I decided not to even write down, but that that kind of I think came to mind. Uh, I was trying to think of something with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, but to me, been... that's that's a lot of fun. And it's thrilling, but I couldn't think of anything unsettling about it to me. Uh, yeah. When, when it was Tower of Terror, that would have been number one if I had to rank it all. Tower of Terror was, as far as pure spooky goes, oh, yeah. is, was spookier than The Haunted Mansion. It was creepier, you know? Maybe. <laughs> to, for, for me. I'm not saying it was better, but to me, the thing is that the haunted mansion is in your face. It is what it is. It right. is a haunted house. Whereas Tower of Terror was a hotel, and then weird things happen in it. I guess right. is the difference. And the Twilight Zone just creeps me out. So, and I, to to your point, the whole thing is creepy. It's not really funny and silly at all. At no point, no. So it doesn't play it for laughs at all, for sure. So that was one. I also had uh, when you're in um, radiator racers and all of the sudden the the dark part where the, I don't know what that machine's called that, that picks up all the wheat comes up on you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's red. Man, that scares me every freaking time. Is it uh, a, a carbine? Is that what it's called? No, I don't know what it's called. The pressure. <laughs> There, there are listeners right now screaming at us for not knowing what this is called. But uh, yeah, that, that scene uh, was another one. And then the last one I had actually that I, these were ones that didn't make the list because they really aren't weird. Mm-hmm. But one that's weird, you can't get away from how kind of creepy and weird Winnie the Pooh is. <laughs> Heffalumps and woozles. It's more of a psychedelic, <laughs> not spooky, like scary. It's more like a mind trip. You feel right. like you've taken drugs when you go on. On Winnie the Pooh, so uh, well, do good list. We had some good crossovers. I think so. Did it surprise you as it surprised me how much of the list is at Disneyland Park and how little of it is at California Adventure? I don't know if it surprised me, just because I feel like California Adventure is more of the adult park. 
everything's more thrilling, but not really emotional. Mm. Uh, where Disneyland is based on uh, IPs and stuff like that. That yeah, I think the old movies had a scary element to them. Um, right. That's what I like about old Disney is that they really harnessed fear yeah. in a lot of stuff. Um, even Mickey Mouse has some elements of fear in, For in sure. some of the cartoons. So. Yeah, you think about the the villains, you know, like who's the villain in Moana? Uh, you know, right? I mean, I know is I know who he is. I just don't know. His right, name. but but that's the point, <laughs> right? Is that a lot of the newer, right. you know, I mean, who's the villain in Frozen? That you know guy. What I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> Hans. but Hans. Hans, but it doesn't. You know what I it's mean? Not the it's same. Not, it's not the same. If you saw mm. him, you just go, "Dude, you're a jerk. Get away from me." Right. You know, I mean, pretty much all of them. Mulan, you know, who's the villain in Mulan? He's a little creepy, I would say, but. Yeah, but it's not. How often do you see him? How often do they employ him? Maybe so, on Halloween. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Whereas when you think about Maleficent and you think about some of oh, the yeah. vintage stuff, and it also tells me how much Disney appreciates the mind, mm-hmm. messing with your mind. Because most of the stuff we talked about, there's not a scary thing to it. What is actually scary is like dropping on Splash Mountain or riding Space right. Mountain. But what we were, all the things we, we focused in on were things that are more in our minds. Right. Psychological. Know, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're going to yeah. take, because it's Halloween week, uh, this is, as this is being released, let's talk really quickly. And I didn't really prep you for this and I didn't do any prep, but what are some good. things you love <laughs> that are Halloween specific in the parks? Uh, Monsters After Dark was pretty terrifying as far as the whole thing, actually. Uh, For those who haven't been on it, explain what Monsters After Dark is. So it basically takes place after the regular Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout. It's on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Right. So all the monsters have been released because you released the Guardians. But baby Groot is stuck inside. And so you're helping Rocket go find baby Groot uh, in this museum full of unleashed monsters. Yeah. Uh, And I think it actually made you scream, (laughs) if I remember right. I wasn't going to bring that up, but okay. (laughs) It literally made me scream, Sean. I jumped. There was a monster. It was because everything was all done. And then this monster came out of nowhere and I jumped and... So so they do it during the day. It's the normal ride. Right. And then they actually shut down for close to an hour. And you and I were there at the parks together. And we mm-hmm. rode this first time I ever rode it yeah. as, as Monsters. In fact, you rode it as Monsters After Dark before you rode it as the regular. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I remember that now. I just remember you and I were sitting out there. It was We were there. Were we there for the Halloween party? It was for the Halloween party. And yeah. I wanted to ride Guardians because it was yeah. the newest thing. and. Yeah, and you ended up seeing that first. What an interesting perspective. Yeah, that is also one of my favorites. Um, I'll tell you one of my not favorite things about the parks during Halloween, something I hate, and I've told you this a million times, Ghost Galaxy. At, I love it. Uh, I love it. Space Mountain. <laughs> I hate Space Mountain, Ghost Galaxy. I love Seasons of the Force. Love Seasons of the Force. Uh. But I hate Ghost Galaxy. Basically, <laughs> for those of you who have not ridden it, it's regular Space Mountain. 
But every once in a while, for no reason whatsoever, a giant ghost head screams right at you and then flies away. It's a ghost it's, galaxy. Yeah, so. no, sorry. They try, they're, I know they're trying, but forget them. I hate that. So the queue, yeah. the queue is even creepier. I think during that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I, that's my I opinion. hate it. I love seasons of the Force, but man, I am not a fan of Ghost Galaxy. All right. Uh, what else? What else during Halloween time? During Halloween, have? I mean, I hate that they do it, but Haunted Mansion Holiday is pretty solid. It is um, awesome. I yeah. just hate that it's before. I, I would like to see regular Haunted Mansion during Halloween. Yep. And then the Christmas one after. Yeah. And I know a lot of people feel the same way. I'm I'm okay with it going throughout that season. I love that overlay so much. To me, it's like it's it's like you get to have two rides, you know? Mm. The overlay is le- less of an overlay because I mean it it really takes over. Oh yeah. Um I I would say that uh for me, one that I love a lot, and this is this is a great story. This is a great memory you and I have. Uh we had ridden <laughs> We had just ridden Alice in Wonderland and we walked off, right? Hadn't we just ridden it? Yeah. And so the the parade at Halloween is unbelievable. Uh, it starts off with the Headless Horseman rides through and that's incredible to see. But we had just ridden Alice in Wonderland and we walked off and we happened to be, like there was this long line everywhere, but there happened to be no one right there for the Halloween parade. So we yeah. were right up against the the line and the Halloween parade is unbelievable it's next good. level. <laughs> and for whatever reason, instead of the kids, everyone was coming over and high-fiving you. Right. <laughs> there I were kids right in front of me. Yeah, there were kids right in front. They just kept coming over to you and me. And, <laughs> and uh, boy, my favorite part is when the uh, all the undertakers drag their shovels and it sparks. Yeah. And, it's amazing, but they have the ghosts, they have the caretaker, they have a lot of things that you'll only see during Halloween. I know another one of your favorites is uh, is the cadaver dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. tell us about that. Well, I like the uh, dapper dance, uh, which is always there, but uh, during Halloween, they turn into zombies, and they're the cadaver dance, and they sing scary songs, spooky songs. And I just think the setting for their show is amazing because it's on Rivers of America. The whole river is like fogged over. Yeah. And it just, it looks good. And especially they come across on a raft and they look disembodied. They just look like they're kind of floating along in the Rivers of America. And And it's black lit. So that obviously makes it creepy. (laughs) Right, right. Like we've discussed. Yeah. I also think that the, the fireworks show with the projections and then just the projections in general, then they leave them up and it transforms all of main street. Oh, yeah. Every building looks like different haunted things. And yeah, really, it's, uh, the whole atmosphere of the park at Halloween, it changes, it, right? I mean, so it completely fun. changes. Yeah. I always tell people that I hate Halloween. I'm always happy when it's over. What, what <laughs> I hate actually this year is my favorite Halloween in recent memory, other than, the fact that I couldn't go to Disneyland because what I hate is the gore. Right. I hate the haunted houses with all the gore and the disgusting, whatever. I'm just, I don't like being scared. I don't like things jumping out at me, but I love the Halloween party 
And like I said, between Disney World and Disneyland, I think I've been every year for like, every year I buy my annual pass and I say this year, because I'm paying for an annual pass, we're not going to the <laughs> Halloween party and we're not going to Disney World for the Christmas party. And every year we end up going. So it's super can't fun. Resist. can't resist. It is. It's the best. And what I like about it is to me, Disneyland is what I wish Halloween was in the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. They strike that perfect balance between spooky, a little bit scary, a little bit unsettling, but not gory. There's nothing right. there that you're going to like be traumatized for life by it. So I feel like nothing is a cheap, cheap scare. No, there are no cheap scares there. Yeah. It's really, really cool. So, well, that was a good list, Sean. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yours too. <laughs> there are things that I will definitely notice next time uh, I'm there. To our listeners, uh, what did we miss? Is there something creepy you love? Come in and uh, tell us. We're on Facebook or Instagram. Shoot us a message or or leave us a comment. And we'd love to hear if there's something creepy in the parks or spooky that you can think of. So we hope you all have a wonderful Halloween If you're enjoying the show, if you wouldn't mind uh, going and leaving us a five-star review, wherever you listen, we would appreciate it. And our fan base is growing. We're growing in listeners every episode, but we would love it if you would share this. You have a a friend who's a a big Disney fan, if you could share the show with them, we would just appreciate it. And Sean, tell us uh, again, where can we find Word on the Main Street? Basically, wherever podcasts are sold, and we recently <laughs> uh, recently started uh, releasing our shows on Amazon yeah. podcast, uh, Amazon Music, Amazon Music, yeah, mm-hmm. awesome, so. yeah. You can find it uh, pretty much anywhere. You can go back and listen to all the episodes to uh, remember what it was like when the <laughs> parks were actually open. So, pretty <laughs> one fantastic. Day, one day. One day we'll be back. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, thanks so much for tuning in again this week. Sean, Sean Solo, thank you so much for for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a blast. And uh, we'll catch all of you guys next time on the Castle Collective. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.